WGLT Hall of Famer and longtime blues host Gilbert Frank Black died Sunday of COVID-related complications. He was 79 years old. Black served as a blues music host from 1985 until he retired in 2013. WGLT's John Norton remembers the man many knew as Delta Frank, the blues doctor. The nickname stuck because of Black's knowledge of and deep love of blues music, his infectious enthusiasm both on and off air, and his passionate down-home Southern-style showmanship. This is Give Me Back My Wig. Yeah, for Bill Hargis out of Tawanda. Frank was a tireless ambassador for the blues in central Illinois and had a visceral connection to his listeners. When the spirit moved him, which was often, Frank would turn on his microphone in the middle of a song and sing or hum along to that song. He might even talk back to the song or tell it to get along as if he were riding that song like a horse. That's the Reverend of the Blues, the Reverend of the Blues, R.L. Burnside from Holly Springs, Mississippi. Good afternoon. Delta Frank, your blues doctor. Here's Slim Harpo's first song right here. Well, I'm a king. Yeah. Look out now, look out. Buzzing around. The door is open, open up, come on in. Listeners loved his emotional and at times irreverent personality. They would call him to request songs, to swap stories, or to pour their heart out to him, often all three in the same call. At area events, especially blues festivals, he was a rock star. His voice was instantly recognized and every listener felt they knew him. Bloomington's Deb Melberg did know him. She and her harmonica-wielding husband, Steve, have been an integral part of the Bloomington Normal Blues scene since the early 1990s. She is both a festival promoter and a board member of the Blues Blowtorch Society. He draws you in because he's so personable and he's honest, and you believe everything he says because you know he's lived it, he's been there, he's done that. Frank Black's tenure at WGLT began in 1985. The story goes his sister-in-law, Jan Turner, encouraged him to approach WGLT after hearing Frank play and DJ blues records every weekend all night long in the family living room. Then WGLT program director Tim Emmons gave him a chance. He hired Frank to host a new show called the Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame. It was a series of one-hour recorded shows featuring Frank's immense 45 RPM collection. I literally remember giving my younger daughter a bath a couple of months after we got to town and I was listening to that show and I was thinking, this guy is something. That's former general manager Bruce Bergathon. He says the most intuitive programming decision he ever made was in 1989 when he asked Frank to take his recorded show live on the air. All of the passion and enthusiasm that went into his collecting and the knowledge that he had kind of came together. I think when we fundraised that show back in April of 89, we were just astonished at how many people gave money and positive feedback. I mean, in public radio, when you raise money on a show, that means that something's happening. It was those live shows in the late 1980s and early 90s where his personality really broke through and the legend began. That personality also helped ignite a vibrant central Illinois blues scene. He introduced listeners to new music names like Slim Harpo and Lazy Lester, as well as obscure blues record labels like VJ, Modern, and Excello. Frank was the membership director of the Bloomington 
Bass Blues Blowtorch Society and a must-have MC for any blues concert or festival in the area. And he introduced Central Illinois to a blues vernacular. Now, he didn't invent this phrase. Have mercy. Or this admonishment. And if you don't like blues, you got a hole in your soul. But he did make them his own. Those and other phrases became ubiquitous among Central Illinois blues fans and on his blues radio show. You're down in the alley with Delta Frank, the blues doctor. And Frank truly believed what he was saying. Frank loved blues music. He wanted you to love blues music. He called himself the blues doctor, but he was as much a preacher as he was a doctor. As in, if you didn't like the blues or were unsure about making a commitment, he would figuratively reach through the radio, grab you by your lapel, and demand that you love blues as much as he loved blues. Frank's life was difficult at times, especially early on. He claimed Lick Skillet, Alabama as his hometown, but mostly grew up in Knoxville, Tennessee and Huntsville, Alabama. He occasionally talked about the time he and his sister lived temporarily in foster care. He also talked about living out of his car while working road construction after he moved to Decatur, Illinois in the 1970s. He admitted to doing what he called bad things with other nasty people at that time. But he said his life began to turn around when he met his beloved wife, Marilyn, who he called a saint till the day he died. The two married in 1975 after meeting at Parents Without Partners Indicator 10 months prior. Marilyn said he made an immediate impression on her. I was fascinated with the voice. And he was a little sick, so it was a little hoarse or whatever, but it was still that deep and that raspy stuff and that southern stuff. And Frank, well, he was equally smitten. She was a knockout, man. She's beautiful and still is. <laughs> and he always gave credit to Marilyn for letting him come up to WGLT every weekend for 29 years. That is, every Friday and Saturday night to play his blues music on the radio. He said if he was married to anyone else, that probably never would have happened. That is so wonderful to have an angel for a wife because mm-hmm. she never, ever complained about me being gone on Saturday or Friday or Friday night or whatever. Despite Frank's pre-Marilyn history, his stories, and to be fair, some of them became tall over the years, tended to celebrate his love of the South. He told people how much he loved frog gigging. Frank loved talking about Southern food, including cornbread, collard greens, and grits. And he loved to admonish us Northerners for having basements because nobody in the South had basements. That just brings water problems, right? And he loved regaling people about the first time he heard the blues. 1955. This is a WGLT promotional announcement from 2004. I'm listening to the radio Whatever will be, will be. I don't want to hear Doris Day. I'm looking around. I cross 1510 WLAC, Nashville, and I'm hearing this song, Lightning Slim Hicks, just made 21. That's the first blues record I ever heard. Folks, I remember. I got up the next morning and took the old KTL bus downtown Knoxville, and I bought the record for 69 cents, man. Later, Frank remembered helping a bookstore owner clean up and was rewarded with a ton of old blues records, or at least most of them were blues, that the owner didn't want. And yes, that was the beginning of what became came a jaw-dropping library of rare 45 RPM records, most rated excellent to mint condition. He sold those records to collectors around the country and around the world, but mostly he enjoyed playing them at family gatherings. Marilyn said he would play them all night long for whoever would stop by to visit them at their home in Clinton. 
In the early days, those Blues 45s were mostly what he would play on WGLT. Retired general manager Bruce Bergathon remembers Frank would lug two suitcases bursting with 45s to the station every weekend so he could play them on the radio. And even in the later days, when he was mostly playing CDs, Frank would occasionally slip in one of those 45s and proudly say, folks, you ain't going to hear that anywhere else but right here because this comes from my personal record collection. Well, that blues library is now gone. He sold it a couple of years ago to a collector from somewhere out west, and now Frank is gone. The mouth of the South roars no more. No more will you hear the man who claimed Lick Skillet, Alabama as his hometown. Doctor, the voice of Lick Skillet, Alabama, how you doing this afternoon? By the way, you know there is no Lick Skillet, Alabama, right? For the lucky few, he would give you a wink every once in a while, maybe an embarrassed smile, and then he would uncharacteristically lower his voice to say, you know, there, there is no lick skillet. It's, it's just a thing. Frank came out of retirement for a final hurrah three years after his initial retirement. This is when he agreed to play his 50 favorite blues songs of all time during WGLT's 50th anniversary celebration in May of 2016. And once again, he whooped and hollered and played blues music like he did in the old days. And the listeners, oh man, boy did they react. Every single phone caller seemed stunned and thrilled to hear his voice once again. There was a lot of story swapping, and boy, there was a lot of love back and forth from both Frank and his listeners. And yeah, there were some tears. As a matter of fact, every single phone call, if it didn't end in tears, it seemed like it was headed that way. Delta Frank, you're a GLP. How you doing? Good. Nice to hear you. Who is this? Tammy. I wrote something down I want to read to you. Okay. Okay. I'll try. i got to calm down now. <laughs> hey, Frank. You are a really good doctor. You got me through a lot. At times that I would be down and out. And then when I knew that I was going to hear your good old blues caring voice. I was good to go. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Heart, Tammy Simpson. Thank you so much for calling us, Tammy. We love you. Okay, I love you. Love you, Frank. Bye-bye. You know that saying, they don't make them like that anymore? Well, they don't. R.I.P. Gilbert Delta Frank Black, the Blues Doctor. I'm John Norton. Hey, girl. Coming up later this week, we will have a special hour devoted to Delta Frank. We will shot that from the rooftops as soon as we have a date and time. This is Sound Ideas.